1: Goddamn wagon. Welcome into the PHNX T-back show. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known once again as your mayor of PHNX. I have taken back my duties from this man now that no more people with pitchforks and, and, and torches are coming for us. He's still <laughs> a vice mayor, though. He's your thunder stick.
0: It's Jesse Friedman. Rocking the the Suns. The Suns you today, am rock, huh,
1: I am proudly rocking. Look at this. This is a, Good luck finding this anywhere until October, buddy. I had this custom made. But yes, Kevin Durant uh, was nice. in the house wearing a Corbin Carroll jersey. So I thought I would return the favor by wearing a Kevin Durant jersey. For some reason, it doesn't seem to hold the same weight. But still, I'm doing my part. The Arizona Diamondbacks did their part, Jesse. They once again won a series. Their second series win in a row. And the Arizona Diamondbacks have yet to lose a series in 2023. Pretty damn impressive considering we were just hoping for them to be playing 500 baseball
0: uh, at this point of the season. The Diamondbacks are 8-5 through 13 games against three very, very good opponents. And... uh yeah, I mean, on, on one hand, like, this is baseball, right? And, like, weird things happen. Uh, but the D-backs have just played really well uh, early on in the season. I know things haven't been perfect. There are still some things that, you know, you want to see short up over time maybe a little bit. The bullpen wasn't great in this game today. It was not. Uh, but Dre Jameson was outstanding, and the offense really broke out. Uh, it was nice not having Brandon Woodruff on the mound yes. for, for the Brewers. Yes. The D-backs were able to, to uh, really get something going against Jansen Junk uh, of the Milwaukee great name, Brewers. Though. Great name,
1: Great name. Great, name. But great threw name. some junk today, and the Diamondbacks took advantage of it. Uh, on the other side of the bump, Dre Jamison, really, really good as a starter. To the surprise of nobody, Dre Jamison continues to shine in whatever role he is thrust into. Uh, we talked to him the other day. He didn't have an idea of the pitch count that he would be held to, but today he was held to under 60. I believe he hit 55. 54 pitches. 54. Yeah. Um. But uh, Dre Jamison's line... Very good. Uh, Four innings pitch, three hits, no runs, no walks, four strikeouts. Uh, I truly feel like what we saw today was was a future starter for this team. And I don't know if he continues to pitch this well and you just
0: increase his pitch count, how you could remove him from the starting lineup considering what he did today. I mean, Dre Jamison had a 1.48 ERA last year in four starts, right? And you come into this season, you're like, okay, Maybe Dre Jamison's good, but he's not that good, right? right? And and this season, granted it's only 12 and a third innings total, he has a 1.46 ERA uh, so far this season. So Dre Jamison has come out this year and not only you know pitched in some big spots out of the bullpen and had some success in some key moments, but he came out today and, and helped the D-backs snag a series win against a very good Brewers team. Yeah. Uh, The Brewers came in here with the best record in the National League and the Diamondbacks came in and, and took two out of three from that team. Uh I'm I'm not I'm not ready to say the D backs are, are the best team in, in the National League at this point, regardless uh, of what, what the National League standings might tell you right now. Uh, but uh but, but this the, is a they, good this is a good baseball team that is a lot of fun to watch right
1: now. And as Charles Woodall Pike said up there in his comment, five and two on the first homestand, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. I think that's better. Like had I had I said I thought the Diamondbacks would go five and two on their homestand. This one over here wouldn't have let me hear the end of it. He would have called me crazy. <laughs> and I would and have said it was possible. I, mean, yeah, I would have yeah, you You, you would have said for, it was possible. You would have burst I would my I thought you were a little you would crazy have on for, my for
0: predicting it. No, you I mean, I it's a little crazy of a thing to predict. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, apparently
1: yeah. it's possible. Apparently it's possible. But the bigger question mark now, based on Dre Jameson's performance, is what do the Diamondbacks do without Dre in the bullpen, right? Uh the the thing things haven't looked great without him. He gave them longevity. Uh, he gave them uh, just somebody that Tori could kind of lean on uh, in a lot of these cases. What we've seen in this series is a bullpen that has not been as good uh, as what you know we saw early on. Andrew Chafin remains very very good, but there are definitely some pieces, including. Luis Frias that did not have a very good day today. Uh, Chafin actually did come in and kind of save the day a bit uh, after after Frias was having
0: a hard time. It was there. like it was almost more with his defense than with his pitching. It's wild, like, right? Like yeah. Andrew Chafin stretching out to complete a double play, a bang bang play at first base that the Brewers challenged unsuccessfully, and then a liner, a screaming yeah. line drive right back to him that he was able to snag. Uh, Andrew Chafin showing showing Huge. off showing off the Huge. defense in this
1: one. Yeah, but. Uh, it still does concern us a bit outside of Andrew Chafin, outside of even some of the arms that we thought we could really count on. Kyle Nelson, another guy was that was very good today, yeah. considering how much uh, how much of this game the bullpen needed to play. Like, like Jesse said yesterday, this was almost a bullpen start, considering Jameson was going to be on such a short leash as far as his pitch count goes. But uh, very encouraging today all the way around. The bats stayed hot. Uh, in the series. Uh, as long as they weren't hitting against Corbin Burns, the bat stayed hot.
0: But uh, Josh Rojas continues to be an absolute asset for this team. He is. He's had three three-hit games in his last five games played. That's yeah. not bad. That'll play. What's wild
1: is his exit <laughs> velocity and such not very good this season when you look at his baseball savant page. However, he
0: had some hard-hit balls in this game. He though. did have some. And he
1: also was like four buttons down and open shirt. Uh, Josh Rojas creates as much chaos as open Derek does. So that was great to see. And we kind of knew a big game was coming in from him three for four, two runs scored an RBI. Uh, but what we did see was yet another team, uh, and it, that kind of, this kind of goes throughout the series, uh, that made mistakes, uh, on simple plays at times, based on the fact that this diamondbacks team does create chaos, does cause a panic with their speed uh, and and we saw a number of mistakes made, even though they did not have a stolen base at all in the series, which is just wild to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was honestly a couple of kind of hilarious mistakes, if we're, if we're being honest here. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo uh, essentially bluffed a steal to he second did. base. That's he started to, to go, yeah. and then he stopped. And I guess <laughs> William Contreras just had this, like, this, like, base-stealing instinct, like take over within him and he threw. he made it throw to second base, even yeah. though Geraldo Perdomo didn't come more than maybe fifteen feet off the first base bag and, and Contreras just airmails it over the head of the of the second baseman. Uh so Perdomo gets second. Technically doesn't count as a stolen base, which right counts so. in our hearts
1: as a second sure, as a stolen sure. base. We know he did that with his feet.
0: And then you had and then you had Jake McCarthy laying down that bunt and it's not the first time we've seen a Diamondbacks player lay down a bunt and reach on an air. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's going to go in the box score as an 0 for 1. But, you know, that the speed of Jake McCarthy on that particular play, as we've seen so many times, just gets in the head of the defender and just makes it a lot harder for them to to make the play. The Brewers third baseman on that play had plenty of time and he just airmails it uh, over the head of of the uh, first baseman. So. Uh, Yeah, the D-back speed did have a role in this series, even if it wasn't, you know, the 10 stolen bases or whatever we saw in the last one. Uh, I think a crucial
1: element here when it comes to the bullpen was uh, or the offense and the bullpen is that the bullpen was kind of, you know, giving up some runs. Things kind of looked like they were going to get close, maybe kind of get scary. And then we get a Corbin Carroll Dinger. That gives them that extra breathing room yeah. and really put
0: this game kind of out of reach for the Brewers late. That was so big, yeah. Last year, right? There were so many bullpen losses, and we've talked about those so much. But another point that Mike Hazen, in particular, made over the off is like we got to score more runs late in the game too. Yeah. Like you can't just have a three run lead yeah. going into the sixth inning and then have your bullpen carry and, and you expect t- the, the bullpen scoreless. to to yeah just carry it the rest of the way without adding any insurance whatsoever. Uh, the D backs got that from Corbin Carroll, which his opposite field power is is mind blowing. I don't know how a man who is that small has that much opposite field pop yeah. uh, Corbin Carroll's at bats have, you know, maybe not been quite as good as he would like at this point in the season, but. He has three homers after, you know, two weeks of the season, which is pretty impressive. Uh, The Clutch Canuck says Castro's throw to Walker
1: was scary. We had a good laugh about that. Uh, Yeah. Jesse was like, it was like he was trying not to throw a a ball with a bunch of sink and spin on it. It's (laughs) such
0: a thing. Like pitchers who just have like crazy amounts of movement, it's like... Like they can't do the simplest of yeah, things, Yeah, they can't just right? throw a ball normal to another person. Yeah, <laughs> I, I compared it to Bismack Biombo from The Suns shooting a free throw. Like he's just <laughs> such an enormous man. Like, how am I supposed to just this does not
1: make sense th- to throw me? Throw this little ball
0: like eight feet. It's yeah. not it's not an, it's not a far enough distance we'd actually do. So yeah, Miguel Castro. He was able to make the throw. He was able to. It worked. It worked, even now, if it wasn't pretty.
1: We weren't at Chase Field uh, to talk to Tori after the game, but man, are we interested to hear about Tori's thoughts on what transpired with the home plate umpire? Uh, Tori got tossed in this one. He definitely got his money's worth on uh, on some of the uh, he did on some of the things he said. He got. It's like one of those times where you just really, you just really want to. Get what's on your mind, off your mind. You know, you just want to give them a piece of your mind. And, You're man, gonna get, if you
0: get tossed, Yeah, he, he was all, as well. He, he came right? out hot. He
1: knew he was going to get tossed uh, right away. But uh, it was – I mean, it kind of pushed the team there, I think. It felt like the team – suddenly woke up a bit i feel like that was maybe tory's intention uh the umpire said to tory at one point wh- that we heard or we saw on tv uh he said i heard you tory and tory responded no you didn't because i'm not done you need to fucking lock it in and i <laughs>
0: just love tory so much <laughs> he's such a nice guy like it, it that's still the wild is, part it still yeah. startles yeah. me a little bit that tory said stuff he, like because that.
1: He, he doesn't tr- he truly doesn't seem capable of it like now <laughs> he, he's he's so patient like not everybody that that does this gig, where they're a manager or an athlete coach, anything like that in sports, has the amount of patience for the media that I feel like Tori does. Like a lot of guys, uh, you you get sometimes you get them snapping at reporters for the way questions were worded or things like that. We have never, I have never seen that yeah. out of Tori in my entire time of covering this man as a manager of this team. But more importantly, uh, it's just amazing how quickly that uh, that. That switch flips for him, you know. Yeah, my, he goes into uh, Salvatore mode, and that's
0: what there you there. That's <laughs> what it is. That's in Salvatore mode. My my point. theory is he had some last minute packing to do for Miami. Oh, he had to run yeah, home.
1: realized it really fast.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they're I don't know if their off day is. I would assume uh, their off day is in Miami. They're yeah. probably flying out today. Yeah. So and he wanted to get a good start. Yeah. And he was like, yeah,
1: because he was telling us how much if it was up to him. Uh, he would wear flip flops and shorts all the time, including while managing a baseball team. So I imagine maybe he was like, "I didn't pack swim trunks. Yeah, I need to get tossed." Yeah, I, to I mean,
0: you have an off day in Miami tomorrow, a, right? Yeah, to right, to gonna, at least
1: once. If you're gonna have an off day anywhere, you want it in Miami. I would think that's that's the place that you would want to be. Miami is an incredible town. Uh, the rest of Florida, that's, I think not that's, so much. I
0: think that's kind of debatable. You think my is Miami like the best city in Florida in your mind? By far, by far. There's okay. not even a question. There's I just Miami heard and then there's it, Florida. I just that's haven't way heard many great works. things about Florida in general, right? So, <laughs> like, including Miami. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know many people who are that excited about Miami. But I don't know. I've never been there, so you're broke, aren't you? I mean, that's also true. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Anyway,
1: moving on. Uh, of course, the offense just didn't stop there. Uh, our guy is trying to single-handedly push me to getting my hair dyed purple like his. Uh, so our king snake of the game, baby, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., three for five, that dinger, that hair, three RBI. Big game for him because his yeah. bat has not been, uh, his bat's been a little quiet lately.
0: Yeah, it has. And, and Lourdes Gurriel sat yesterday mm-hmm. against Corbin Burns. The D backs gave him, uh, his first off day on Sunday. And then two days later, he was out of the lineup again. So, um, yesterday wasn't it wasn't he wasn't sitting for rest right he was sitting because Torrey just didn't really like what he was seeing from him he talked about the matchup with Corbin Burns maybe not suiting him super well which didn't suit it didn't it didn't suit anyone else (laughs) that well either but yeah it was good to see Guriel back in the lineup uh and and having a big game he has not historically started uh seasons well as we've talked about in the past he has a career OPS of around 600 uh in April so good to see Guriel have a have a nice game uh, and another thing that we talked about with Tori getting tossed,
1: by the way, just taking a step back, is that uh, Torrey does have kind of an all-star uh, coaching staff there. So it's nice for Torrey to be able to know he can get tossed and then have someone of Jeff Bannister's caliber step up and manage this team without having to worry about what happens once he goes. I mean, I felt like it was a big kick to the team. Like, I felt like the team kind of needed that kind of that fire in their blood, if you will, on a Dre Jameson start. Uh, but I also feel like uh, Tory kind of has that, that safety net that I don't feel like other managers might necessarily have. Some do, but not not everybody has that yeah. experience behind them on the bench.
0: Yeah, I mean, every every manager I think has a bench coach that they trust, but Jeff Bannister sure. does have. I mean, you know, AL manager of the year with the with the Rangers back in the day. He's got some accolades there that you know some bench coaches around the league don't have. So. Uh, yeah, it seems like those two trust each other a lot.
1: And he also uh, – ba- ba- Bannister had a moment where it's, it looked like Jose Herrera was possibly going to get tossed at the dish. and But uh, Bannister kind of stepped in and calmed things down, kind of going in the opposite direction of Tori's energy today. Tori got him all fired up. Uh, Bannister got him thinking straight. So it was good to see Banny out there uh, managing in Tory's absence. Uh, but this team, again, putting things together, if you have a chance – uh, this Miami Marlins team that they're up against this weekend, not been playing good baseball. So maybe you hop onto the BetMGM app, place your bets. Uh, big marquee matchup on Sunday that we're going to talk about. But of course, uh, Diamondbacks looking pretty good. Maybe maybe some overs with the way that this offense is performing. Uh, Moneyline bets, you can get it all over at BetMGM. Also, uh, make sure to keep an eye out for our PHNX curated in-app bets coming very soon to the BetMGM app. Uh, we'll also have our monthly cornhole leagues out at ben, the Bet MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium, along with uh, Bo and Johnny doing the Cardinals show from out there. And I am so jealous of their view that they have of the stadium from that Bet MGM Sportsbook. So. Whether you miss football and you just want to go out there and be close to State Farm or if you can't wait for the season to get here and when it does, you want to join us out there and all the fans out on the Great Lawn, uh, make sure to join us at State Farm Stadium. It's uh, an the, enormous building. Like it really State Farm. Is. Like You can
0: go on hikes and like. Like various corners of the valley. And it feels like you can always see State Farm <laughs> yeah, Stadium it, yeah. in the distance. That
1: big old toaster out there, you know. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX and you will get $200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least $10 on any market at standard odds price you will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. Uh, Plus, join us at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for all Suns away playoff games. Our PHNX Suns watch parties presented by Neutral will feature food and drink specials, PHNX giveaways, and Bet MGM deposit matches. And let me tell you, those deposit matches are going to be mystery matches, and you can make yourself some money on those. So make sure to join us. Uh, and now, listen to Shane. We'll get Shane in the studio here really fast, and Shane will talk about the disclaimer. <laughs>
0: Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager.
1: Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY467369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA,
0: 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, one 800 for confidential help, Michigan.
1: He never gets tired. He doesn't even take a drink. He just—he's ready to fire that disclaimer yeah. off at any time. That's Shane's thing.
0: full-time job. Yeah, he just—he just sits, he just sits here over in the in office the corner right now with and, a microphone, uh, just waiting to do that. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you for your service, Shane. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications so that way you don't miss any of our shows. And when we go live, leave us a thumbs up just for our own personal self-affirmation. Uh, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. Most importantly, though, sign up for a PHNX Sports Hard membership today over at gophnx.com. Not only will you get access to Jesse's newsletter, Full Count, and all the wonderful writing and content from this group outside of the store, you will also get free merch from the phnxlocker.com every year. You're a member, free piece of merch, hat, or shirt. You also get 20% off all future purchases. You get access to our members-only newsletter, uh, or excuse me, members-only Discord lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. You do get that newsletter as well. You get members-only uh, merchandise, members-only discounts uh, with our partners and at events, and so much more. So join us today over at gophnx.com. You can get a discount on events like our D-backs takeover pass, uh, which is an incredible deal. Make sure to join us out here for some Arizona Diamondbacks games this season because we are going to be hanging out with you guys. I'm going to bring Jesse out of the press box. He's not allowed to go up there the whole game. (laughs) I'm going to make him leave his computer at home. We're going to watch some baseball and have some fun. The takeover season pass includes six PHNX D-backs takeover tickets. Pre-game meetup access with food so we will feed you we will watch some baseball together and we will clothe you with our phnx it's always sunny t-shirt uh so make sure to grab that today it's honestly an incredible value Uh, plus what's not quantifiable here is the friendships you will make uh getting this season pass Mm. there's only 20 of those left so make sure to grab one today um and Join us, we're gonna have so much fun. Uh, taking a look at numbers, uh, we will take a look at numbers when we're doing the takeover stuff, and we'll take a look at numbers now because we got by the numbers for this series with the Brewers. And as you can see, once again, things pretty close, Jesse. Uh, 11 runs to 10 runs, 24 hits to 22 hits. Uh, Brewers made uh, quite a few more errors, of course. Like we said earlier, that was three due of them to happened the, today, yeah, <laughs> and that was due to the uh, to due, due to the speed of the Arizona Diamondbacks and the pressure that they kind of put on on the Brewers defense and, and what they've been doing all around baseball. But it's really this starting pitching ERA that blows me away because we talked about how significant uh, it was for this team to get starting pitching back on track Yeah, and 1.50 ERA against one of the better teams uh, in baseball this year at, at producing
0: runs is, is pretty good. Yeah. Somehow he went from Zach Davies being the, the best starter on the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. to now it's like, Oh, wow. You've got a pretty nice one, two, three going here with uh, with Gallon, Merrill Kelly and and Dre Jameson. Right. So, yeah. Great to see Zach Gallon in particular, the seven scoreless innings with 11 strikeouts. I don't know if we talked about that enough on our show yesterday because Gallon was just outstanding in that game. His curveball was just ridiculous. Uh, it was honestly kind of hilarious just seeing Brewer's hair <laughs> swinging yeah, his yeah. over and over and over again Have at you the same seen pitch. him use it that much? I, I don't recall. He, you he used it, yeah. I think it was a career high number of curve balls that Zach Gallon had ever thrown in the game. It was like 40% of his pitches that day or something like that. It, it honestly reminded me of a video game. You talk about stuff being a
1: cheat code all the time but yeah. it reminded me of like when a pitch is working for your pitcher in like the show and then you're just like, screw it. We're, this is what we're throwing. Yeah, why Throw we're, throwing, we're throwing this <laughs> until my little bar is depleted on the energy on this one. But yeah, man, I mean, he he was incredible. And we, we like you said, we touched on it briefly. He's such a, a big key to this team truly being competitive this year. He really is. They found a way to win and that's great, but that's not sustainable. Just like sometimes you look at numbers and you can tell like they might be winning, but they're not really doing as well as you might think because, you know, Things have just kind of been lucky for them at times, right? This hasn't been luck as much. I feel like this has been Tori Lavallo managing games well and the Diamondbacks, you know, kind of uh, doing all the small things right. You know, not, yeah. n- not not necessarily, you know, slugging the ball well or anything like that, but really just taking extra bases when they can, finding ways to score runs, small ball, small ball, small ball. And honestly, up until this series, the bullpen was a big key, but we're still a little bit concerned about the bullpen.
0: Yeah, the the Dre Jamison-less bullpen is still a little uh, <laughs> worrisome. Eh. Worrisome. Uh, you knew that Andrew Chafin and Miguel Castro were eventually going to give up base hits this season. Uh, Castro gave up his first hit yesterday. Also had a bit of a rough outing today, um, and then Andrew Chafin gave up his first hit of the season today as well. Those two have still been good by and large. I still feel like you know you you feel somewhat confident with with those two guys, but. Outside of that, I mean, I guess Scott McGuff has kind of bounced back nicely. <laughs> Scott, Scott, um, Scott McGuff was going all out today. Yeah, like, yeah. The
1: effort he was putting in <laughs> was unlike we've seen. That man has a new child, and he wants this child to be proud of his father. It was incredible <laughs> what we saw out of, out of Scott McGuff today. And honestly, I he mean... He didn't
0: even catch, like, the ball was not playable. No, or even no. close to playable. No, nah, but he was going to
1: crawl. Just... He was going to go 10 rows up to catch it, <laughs> is what he was going to do. Uh, and I'll say this, like, uh, we, we talked about McGuff. We talked about the ups and downs with him, but honestly, like leaving uh, leaving Japan and moving here back to the United States with your spouse who is pregnant and is about to have your child, like there's there was a lot going on for him. And I mean, yeah. I know sometimes that might seem a bit like you're making excuses or whatever, but it, it's really hard to have your mind completely on the, the game that you play when you have that kind of stuff going on in your personal life. Uh, and I mean, those are, those are big, those are big life moments that, that are more important than the game of baseball. Right. So there's something to be said about maybe giving him a pass a bit on, on like the, the frantic nature of what his life's been like over the last couple of weeks. But Scott McGuff has shown that he is going to be a good reliever for this team. And I, I feel it's unfair uh, that we at one point made comparisons to him being like Mark Melanson with very yeah. little to go on besides I mean, one bad outing. I mean, you know?
0: yeah, that that one bad <laughs> outing was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was. It was. I mean, it was. It, it was immediately terrible. It Doesn't get much worse yeah. than you know a one run lead in the bottom of the ninth being immediately erased by back to back homers <laughs> to start at the bottom of the ninth. But yeah, Scott McGuff was kind of a legend in Japan. Uh, it was honestly funny being at uh, at spring training. And seeing how many Japanese reporters were oh there God. to talk with Scott McGuff, like he was Ki- a big deal there.
1: The Kaiwum heroes were here, so there was a lot of Japanese media in, here in general covering the heroes playing the Diamondbacks in like an exhibition game. Yeah, but yeah, like Jesse's right. When Scott McGuff came out, all of a sudden they the the, the media all flocked. In
0: yeah, like McGuff. Was- there were times when McGuff was like bombarded yeah. with media people, yeah. and and they didn't talk to anyone else but him. Uh, but yeah, good, good to see him uh, kind of get on the right track. Kyle Nelson has been good once again. It was very good. Today. Um, yeah, it just seems to, you know, even even if some of the hard hit rate numbers don't look so great for Kyle Nelson, he just seems to find ways to get guys out one um, one and a
1: third and gave up one hit and three strikeouts like you can't ask for much more out of a reliever than maybe yeah. that. But it was he has had his, no hits.
0: his slider has been good. I mean, he came in with like a 31 percent strikeout rate, which is already really high and then you're talking about three more strikeouts right. in this game. So, yeah, that's been really good. You're going to get Joe Mantiply back pretty soon. Very true. Um and he that's, is, that's
1: some nice stability that they're going to get to the pen. He
0: is, I believe, pitching for the Sod Poodles tonight in a rehab start. Tory Lovello said yesterday that he doesn't know if Mantiply will just need that one appearance or if he'll need multiple before coming back to the big league. He, he had some weird travel issues, I guess. Yeah, he was supposed to pitch uh, yesterday. But uh, Joe Man apparently had one of those travel days that all of us have he gone through He described it one as point. the
1: worst travel day of his whole entire life, which <laughs> I can only imagine considering how much these guys travel for their Do job. Do they have
0: not an- do they have an airport in Amarillo? Like, I don't even... Uh, getting to Amarillo feels like it would be logistically a little bit yeah. difficult.
1: So I used to lo- live in Syracuse, New York, and it did have an airport, but it was astronomically more expensive than right. flying into New York City. So you could literally fly to New York City, stay in a hotel for a night... And it was still less money than flying into Syracuse total. Yeah, it was wild how expensive it was. So I imagine if they do, it might be a bit expensive. So you might have to have a – that might have been part of the journey is getting from wherever he had to fly into to Amarillo. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you talked about that stability. The relief pitching ERA, not very good in this one. If we take a look at the numbers again, uh, the relief pitching ERA, 6.30, obviously a big part of that. Uh, was, I mean, today's numbers, I think a bit. And also, um, yesterday just got worse once Merrill Kelly left the game. I mean, again, that, that game yesterday was much closer than the final score would lead you to believe. But, uh, yeah, Merrill Kelly got hit with three earned runs on one hit. Like, that's, that's, and I
0: mean, in in this series as a whole, D back starters only gave up those three runs. It was literally just those three runs Merrill Kelly's at the beginning of the seventh inning. Merrill Kelly gave up the homer to Willie Adamas and then just two walks walks, that that came around to score. Right. right. So, D back starters were outstanding in in this series. Uh, And yeah, like we talked about, there are some pieces in the bullpen that you feel okay about. I, I don't think we're in a place where it's, you know the Diamondbacks bullpen without Dre Jamison is a complete disaster. We're back to last year. Any right. of those things, right. uh, we need to see more. It's too small of a sample, I, I think, especially with with you know Castro and Chafin, uh, knowing how much you're going to trust those guys late in games in the in the eighth inning, the ninth inning, and in, in those big moments. But. Yeah, I think you still feel better about this bullpen than than what they had last year. Luis Frias might not be
1: on the roster too much longer. Michael McDermott said they're going to keep
0: Nelson on the roster. Yeah. I agree with you that. You have to believe it's going to be multiplying yeah. for for Frias or or Jose Ruiz, yeah. uh, who made his his debut with the team last night and uh, wasn't wasn't so great. Uh, great. He came in having allowed three home runs and struck out three batters with the White Sox last night. He kept those numbers the same by striking out one and allowing mm-hmm. another home run. So. Uh, Yeah, he could also be the the guy to get sent out. The D-backs did uh, send out Carlos Vargas today as well. Uh, That was the guy they sent out when they brought Scott McGuff back from the paternity list. So uh, we'll probably see him again at some point. But. He wasn't so great yeah. um or early on i think there's clearly some some more development that needs to happen there and frias honestly
1: he had a couple of great pitches but you can't like take an outing like that and just focus on yeah. the two or three great or pitches three, he yeah. had right like it was <laughs> he was all over the place uh, another interesting uh tale in this series is uh the diamondbacks didn't steal a ba- base in the in the three games, and, and they still managed that can't to happen, win. happen, right? That's, I don't understand You're not that. not allowed right. to do that. It's, it's, it's even hard for me to get those words out of my mouth, apparently. <laughs> but the Brewers outsteal the Diamondbacks 1-0, to zero and uh, the Diamondbacks still manage to get it done. So uh, if, if there's anything I like about this that I want to take away and, once again, accentuate the positives, is that the Diamondbacks continue to find a way to win, and it's in different ways. But, man, they just find a way to win. And yeah, this, you, you, you know, we don't know how good the Dodgers team is. It really is right at this point, right? They, they might go on because we're seeing some mediocre performances out of some of the teams like the Mets with the big payroll. Uh, the Padres are now seven and six and, and the Diamondbacks actually have uh, once again, firm control of first place in the national league West, which just sounds insane for me saying that, but, um, you know the the Brewers they they came in playing pretty good baseball and yeah. they were I'm not just saying the talk of MLB because that's obviously what's going on in Tampa Bay but uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of positive uh, chatter about the Brewers and the Diamondbacks found a way uh, to do it against this team and again the Merrill Kelly start uh, that we're not taking any credit at all for, for him blowing his perfect game or is it? He, he
0: doesn't that want to anymore.
1: talk about it anymore, no. but, uh, <laughs> even that game that like, like we said, that game was much closer than the final score leads you to believe. And, uh, who knows how, where that could, could have gone. But, uh, I think there was a comment a little while ago about just dipping your toe- toes. And Michael Dixon says, I was dipping my pool, uh, in, in the optimism pool to start. I have now done a cannonball into hope and excitement. Uh, we are there with you. We are fully <laughs> engulfed in, in the waters of being excited about this baseball team. We were before the season, but you know we will be the first ones to admit we did not think that they would play this good of baseball out of the gate and be able to beat the teams that they've been able to beat in the way they have. So,
0: do you want to know how many wins they're on pace for, or is that just scary? Do you not want? Should we not? Maybe we shouldn't go there. Let's do it. We should do it. All right, do it. Let's I'm, go. I'm a little, I'm a little gun shy after what happened yesterday. So oh my God. the Diamondbacks are on pace oh <laughs> to go 162, <laughs> which means absolutely nothing after 13 games, to be completely clear. I'm out of
1: here. No, uh, Hundred wins, baby. Yeah. World series battle, Let's
0: go. Derek is at the point where we should just start talking about playoff matchups and, yeah. you know, who the, who the d yeah. are going to get yeah. in the first round. Like, where and... are
1: we going to travel? Where are we going to eat the, yeah. when we go travel for the playoffs, <laughs> bro? I'm already thinking about renting cars and what hotels we're going to stay at. Let's fucking go. I'm excited. But uh, I'm also very excited. Jesse, look at these works of art. All right, we haven't really acknowledged them. I did it with the King Snake but we have some works of art right here, especially in this brand new guy right here. this is our this is our Cactus League Diamondbacks. Uh, look at this thing. you can't even see it that well on camera because it doesn't do it any justice but uh, it's a sunset, it's beautiful, it's art and it's from our friends at Foco. Uh, Foco is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel accessories, toys, collectibles, These guys right here, novelty items and so much more. Uh, It is the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. Uh, And, of course, it's baseball season, so that means it's bobblehead season. These guys, this one right here, it's limited 27 of 322 That could tell right there. Wow. Let's see this guy. This guy is 45 of 144. Wow. I didn't know
0: those were numbers. When we are talking
1: about collectibles, we are talking about collectible bobbleheads. And man, uh, we are excited about FOCO. So, uh, FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports and they have yours too. So make sure to get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all (laughs) non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Um, How's your, how's your condo doing? What's going on?
0: Oh, can I share one thing real quick or do I have to wait? Uh, you have you to want me, wait. You want me to tell you About my condo I want
1: <laughs> to know first About the furniture In your condo That's okay. much more important Than any kind of information Okay than you have. Okay
0: uh, What do you want to know About the furniture In did the condo Did you get anything okay. yet Anything yet um, um, any Well yes tools? Yeah we have Yeah we have the whole thing It's pretty much you have the whole thing We just need one more couch For the upstairs Oh my god That's what we need That room is basically useless Uh, We did get a TV stand though Yeah Uh, For a solid Two or three months We you were doing said, the, the TV On the ground thing we past those days And I don't know if past you those m- days. Meant to say this But you said
1: one more couch, yeah, like for more furniture. Yeah,
0: right. Nailed exactly. It. He nailed that's, it. That's where and I'm. That's, that's where, where I'm... that couch
1: is going, and he's that's where he's getting it from. Is more furniture, and he's gonna have it set up for him because it's upstairs. It's got a
0: pivot. Our, have a pivot? our stairs are a mess. Yeah, you turn. You have turns. More furniture. Yeah, the, he's the gonna whole, need the that white, white glove, glove delivery, delivery oh, thing. He needs it. He absolutely needs it,
1: uh, and a, a shockingly low amount of Chase lounges in his house. But uh, we'll get to that. There's still point. zero Chase lounges. Zero, zero. What? What? He's a fraud. He's a fraud. Espo's a fraud. Bunch of frauds around here. But uh... Jesse's
0: daily furniture report. <laughs> yes. People are tired of this, dude. No, we
1: were not. We no. Elizabeth, <laughs> she put alarm bells around it. Jesse. I think that people means love it's it. fucking hot and exciting, <laughs> and she was waiting for it. Uh, you Everybody guys can say big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Damon, what do you got for me?
0: Oh, I just said, I think the people love it. Yeah. On, on right? The, the it gets the people updates. going. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I oh, mean, my Jesse's, God. Jesse's personal life is a big hit on this show. No, yeah. I'm telling you, it's a big that's hit what, with me. That's what the people come for, I have
1: questions sure. every single day. <laughs> Let me tell you, this guy is an enigma wrapped inside a mystery. Uh, because he doesn't tell me anything about his personal life, hardly ever. Uh, I'm always guessing about it. And then it's always amazing to me. Uh, and what do you, are you going to Miami? Or are you staying here? Yeah, I think I'm staying. All right, well, he'll stay here. Miami, see, is, it's a little... It's some a little wild fun. nights could have happened in Miami for Jesse, but uh, they are going to be happening for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and like I said, uh, they have, they're catching a Miami Marlins team that is not playing very good baseball right now, so hopefully they can capitalize on it, and hopefully they can make Jazz Chisholm look really, really bad because, again, I'm sick of seeing his face Every time I fire up MLB The Show, I hate it so much, Jesse. I hate yeah. it so much. Yeah. So they he, should so allow me to customize the opening video so they don't have to look at him
0: every time. Yeah, but... could you do like a, like a my player? Yeah, like it's, your, I, it's your own player. I just want Zach Gallon. I want Zach Gallon
1: because okay. that's. That to me is the correct uh, option against Jazz. That's the correct counter, uh, and we will see Zach Gallon in this series in a pretty marquee matchup on Sunday. Uh, here's we here's what we got for the probable starters coming up. Uh, Bumgarner, Jesse, in Game One. How you feeling about Mad Bum in, in, in this in this start?
0: Boy, yeah, that's a tough setup. How how you feeling about you Mad feeling Bum? About like, Mad that's, Bum that's, that's, I don't start. know what to say. Uh, I mean, he's got a seven point two seven ERA, uh, yeah. Derek. So I, I don't right. feel like I have to say a whole lot more. Uh he's he's pitching on six days rest. Uh it's been a full week since uh since Mad Bum's last start, or will have been a full week, but they they did give him that extra time with the Dre Jameson start. Yep, they they pushed him back in order (laughs) to give Dre Jameson the start today. Uh Trevor Rogers on the on the bump for the for the Marlins in that one. He's got good stuff. Uh really, really good year a couple seasons ago. Not so much last year, not off to a great start this season. Um so yeah, a couple of couple of lefties who I've uh, been very good at times in the past, and uh, not not so great so far in 2023. The big
1: matchup there, uh, as Kyle talked about in the in the chat, Alcantara versus Gallon yeah. on Sunday. We'll and be
0: we'll be live after that. One. We
1: we might we might be
0: live during it. I don't know.
1: I'm a, that, a, that, that's going to that be an be, electric one. That would be fun. Yeah. So and that's an early start. So make sure uh, to get yourself some breakfast. Yeah. Uh, 10, get a good like night's sleep. 10:40 a.m. I
0: yeah, think
1: yeah, Arizona so. time. So, uh, But, yeah, no, I mean, again, a, a winnable series here with the way the Marlins are playing. And the Diamondbacks could keep this role going where they have yet to lose a series this year.
0: Yeah. yeah Which is I mean, still the, just wild to me to the, say. The Marlins are by far the worst team the Diamondbacks have, have played so far. I mean, this is the first series they've played that's like, oh, yeah, the Marlins, they're not that good. Right? Yeah. You haven't been able to say that about the, the Dodgers or the Padres or... You know, the Brewers who came in with the best record in the National League. Correct. And actually still are tied for the best record in, in the National League. D backs are still a half game behind them at this point. But
1: MLB.com, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not MLB. This is uh, Marlins' website. They have the the Diamondbacks and, and the Marlins ooh. listed as MLB's hottest rivalry. I think that's just to play on. The heat in both cities, potentially. That I don't really be. think that it's the be. hottest rivalry in baseball. But, but they do have pictures. They, they call it the
0: suntan classic. The Sun, which, the suntan? I actually kind of dig that. The suntan classic. The suntan classic. I fucking love it. And it Let's and, go. And you can probably guess who the, who the two people on the front cover are. It's Jazz and Zach, of it's course. It's Jazz, Chisholm, and Zach uh, Allen. And,
1: and the Marlins, uh, which I do think is pretty electric, will be wearing their throwback teal uniforms in game one. And mm. that is... Uh, Man, I hope that's something that makes the Diamondbacks front office look over there and be like, we need to bring that back because that is something that's electric. But, uh, yeah, uh, again, Jazz not having a great year. Zach Gallen bouncing back a bit. Uh, And, again, a a big marquee matchup, which I'm sure Zach will be up for the challenge against uh, Sandy Alcantara.
0: Yeah, Alcantara – I don't remember what his line was off the top of my head. I don't have the numbers, but I think he threw something like a complete game shutout or something like that in his his first start of the year. In his second start, he was actually not very good at all. So that's why his ERA is like up over five right now. Zach Gallon, of course, had a couple of couple of clunkers to start the season and then was very, very good uh, against the Brewers. And his ERA is still like four and a half or something like that. So.
1: Kyle says in the comments what I didn't realize we were rivals with the Marlins literally since when I, I don't know either I have no, since the Zach Gallin, uh jazz chism trade, I guess everybody knows, like I said, we're rivals with the Tampa Bay Rays and right now. We don't want none of that smoke. So, we, we will keep think, our rivalries with another team in Florida They're, they're right the now. sister team. They're the sister team. They're not really team. rivals. Rival team, Nobody's uh, trying to
0: pretend that the Rays and the Diamondbacks is like some marquee matchup, right? Oh, come on.
1: I would market the shit out of that as the two last the 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 like the, the, the world l- the world
0: series matchup. Oh yeah, I'm making it that was a trendy pick. Was it like 2007 maybe? Some sometime like 10 to 15 years ago. I remember D-backs raise being like kind of a trendy yeah. like, oh, yeah, that would be a cool World Series. Never happened, but it did not. Eh, it it, did who not. knows? Maybe maybe someday it will. It did not.
1: Well, uh, again, prepare uh, for some uh, good times here in Miami with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm sure Tori has already changed into his shorts and his flip flops at this. Point. Yes. Uh,
0: we had an update on Josh Rojas. Yeah. Apparently his feelings on Tori Lovola's ejection. Yeah, this is from Teo Mackey, who's uh, who's over in, in the clubhouse covering this game. Uh Josh Rojas on Tori Lovello's ejection, Rojas said, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which which it, very much tracks like, with Rojas' okay, personality. The
1: players see a different <laughs> side of Tori that Jesse and I don't even get to see really. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we get Tori in kind of like a where he's just being himself and and Tori's just one of the coolest people, right? But uh, the players definitely see a different edge to Tori when he's doing those meetings alone with them. Uh, but I'm sure Rojas kind of has a similar feelings on us that Tori's just a, a kind of a laid back, nice guy. So it's kind of amazing when you see him literally put it into fifth gear and just take off on. some. like he yeah. could not wait. I think the Diamondbacks have a video of him coming from the dugout out to argue and he 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 Jesse he went under the railing for the stairs because he was that he was in that much of a hurry to get out there. <laughs> he didn't walk around it and then up the stairs. He went under it, and just went right out, man. He was he was fired up. But um, I will tell you, Diamondbacks team, they are in fact a wagon. So don't miss out on the excitement that this team uh, is is building around it. And a great way, much like our our friend Sean DePaz did, a great way uh, to take in a baseball game is uh, after popping a couple of our friends from OG's brands. Uh, It'll be a wonderful afternoon, and it'll make the food at the ballpark 10 times more wonderful uh, i had the sonoran dog i talked about it yesterday one of the best things i've had in my entire
0: life it was such a good I mean, you're was, really you're really on board with that i i told you i don't even
1: like mustard that much i mean i'm not gonna go as far as to say i hate mustard but i am not a mustard fan there was a ton of mustard on this thing didn't matter it was incredible it was made the exact way it should uh and it was a giant mess and i wasn't the bacon everything. like kind of fake though Like that, like subway, like the subway quality bacon. No, it's not that. But the problem with the bacon on a hot dog, especially, is that typically, if you cook it long enough for the bacon to be right where it's crispy, Mm -hmm. you've probably overcooked the hot dog by that Uh, point. So, the bacon tends to have spots where it's still kind of not going to say raw, but like soft and not as nice and crispy as you would like it. However, it still has. I mean, almost almost all bacon can tend to
0: have that sometimes, where it's still a little fatty and stuff, right? Uh, it it's was just terrible. good in general. You can you can get away with a lot when you're when you're cooking bacon. You can,
1: <laughs> and you can get a lot.
0: You can get a lot away
1: with me when I'm high and I'm eating your food. Um, and of course. Uh, that food was wonderful and like I said you'll enjoy it even more with our friends from OG's brand uh, I'm excited to be hanging out with them at Buds Palooza this Friday and our new collab shirt with OG's brands is now live if you want to get your hands on this dope collab tee make sure to get your tickets to Buds Palooza baby join us we will be out there I'm going to be having a blast uh, I will be part of the OG's PHNX Variety Show live from Buds of Palooza uh, our crew will be out there Friday April 14th in downtown Phoenix just outside of our building uh, and hanging out with our Friends from OGs uh, we will be doing, like I said, a special edition of the OGs PHNX Variety Show live from Budsapalooza, and that is also where you can buy this incredible OGs collab shirt. Uh, I already got mine, and I will be wearing it that day, and uh, I got I got one for my wife. I got one for my friends. Uh, it's a big hit. So to get more info on Budsapalooza, check out www.budspalooza.com. Uh, and of course, whether you make it out to Buds of Blues or not, another good time is to go out to our friends at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, uh, enjoy their chicken tendies, enjoy their wonderful beer selection. You can also find their beers all around the valley, including at Circle K. Uh, of course, you can get uh, specialty beers out at the 8th Street Pub as well that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, just make sure to follow them on Four Peaks Brew on social media to get their latest on Arizona's Premier Craft Brewery. And then the best place to take in the NFL draft on April 27th is at Four Peaks H Street Pub with us from PHNX. Register for free in the link in our show description uh, to take advantage of beer specials. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. They will have three dollar red beer lager pints, five dollar red beer lager pitchers, and our usual $3 kilt lifter and wow pint specials whenever PHNX is in the house. Um I kind of demand it. I don't throw my weight around as mayor very much, but when it comes to wow pints being on sale for $3, it's an absolute must. Uh, And of course it's an absolute must for you guys uh, to join us here again tomorrow for our last show. Uh, Not really last show because Sunday we're going to be doing post series shows. Sundays to me in my mind are still at the beginning of the week, but not on our schedule. Mm. Uh, Join us tomorrow. Uh, We will be previewing that series with the Marlins as well as talking about all sorts of, Arizona Diamondbacks wackiness. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Damon is at Damon is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You got anything else for us? That's all I got. That's all we got for you. So we D-backs thank-
0: haven't lost a series. That's still that's that's it. That's That's it. That's that's all there
1: is. That's it. Um, So, uh, yes, Ryan brunch bros on Sunday. We will see you for brunch on Sunday. We will see you back here uh, for lunch at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, But like I said, we thank you guys so much for joining us on behalf of Damon, Jesse and myself. We always appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you don't lose a series the entire year.